Someone write a musical on Vat of Vestment, please. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Hug and a High Five. It's a mom and daughter podcast journal. I'm Ingrid, I'm the daughter. And I'm Vicky, I'm the mom. I'm trying to figure out how to be an adult. I'm trying to figure out how to parent an adult and live as an adult who is more than a parent. I live in New York City. And I live in Los Angeles. And this is Hug and a High Five. Hello, Ingrid. Hello, how are you? I am well. In uh, podcast time, it doesn't seem like we have gone very long without talking to each other, but we actually, in podcast recording time, haven't recorded in a while, so. I was thinking that also. Yeah, it's been a long time. We were able to really front load things because when we started this podcast, we started recording a year before we launched, just as we figured it out. (laughs) So we took some weeks off because life got busy, and now we're back. Hello. Yes. I am glad that we do still talk to each other in real life, though. We do still talk to we, each other in we, real I've life. I've called mom most nights. Don't be worried. <laughs> <laughs> they just haven't been quite so intentional as topics are on the podcast, which I appreciate. I appreciate having a place where we, like, have one talking point and delve a little deeper here. Yes. So today we're talking about money. Nah. As we start, though, I wanted to uh, ask you all the songs that you know that have to do with money. I can only think of a couple oldies, like 1920s. We need or, money. Yeah. The skies are sunny. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't know any of those okay. words. That's my song I thought of. And now, That's one. Every time it rains, it rains, pennies from heaven. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Oh, rats. Um, there's got to be one from Guys and Dolls that has mm. to do with money. Luck be a lady tonight. I mean, the whole thing is about gambling, so. Luck be a lady tonight. Yeah, that's about gambling. It's not exactly Um, about money. Those were my two. I'm going to think of them all day. Okay. (laughs) Get back to me. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) I just quickly looked up money in your 20s, and here are seven smart money moves to make in your 20s. So um, in line with giving advice, here you go. Figure out your financial flow. Get that employer match. Does your employer match? What? Like a 401k program? Does your pl- employer match it? Oh, yeah. I have a 401k. Thank you, Trader Joe's. And do, so do you match it? I don't know how much means. money you... <laughs> like the, f- We're off to a great start here. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe we should talk about money more often. Uh, Here's the thing. This week, I was talking to mom, and she was like, are you going to go to dance class? And I was like, well, I don't know that I have money to do that this month. Because I moved into a new apartment this this fall and have loved living with friends. And I'm like so excited about decorating and doing all those things. But Amazon is too easy. It's just a and click away. And when you live in Manhattan, you just... Amazon everything because you don't want to, you don't have a car to go shopping. And I think in some ways in California and Nashville, there was a part of me that was like, well, I'll just wait till I go shopping in person. I didn't think about online shopping very much. Mm. So I had more like spaced out moments where it was like, I'm in spending mode versus not. Mm-hmm. And now I can just be on the couch going, I need this, I need this, and just like do it. Mm. And I just haven't been as as good as I should be about thinking about how much that adds up and now I, it's added up 
Did you look at your bank account and it was zero? No, well, (laughs) yeah. My checking account certainly is like very much paycheck to paycheck right now, which is not the way I want to live. So I just have to, you just have to, you know, budget it it out some more. Exercise, self-control. So maybe these seven things will help me. I just oh, think it's a, not, it's probably a very good thing to uh, talk through. I feel like money probably in some ways doesn't ever get easier. Mm. Like you and dad talk about what we call mad subjects. Oh, yeah. Subjects that just kind of generally make people a little off, on edge. Yeah. One of which is money. But there's probably an extra level of um, difficulty for me seeing as in the second point from this website, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, We'll, let's see. We'll continue on and come back to that. All right. All so, right. We'll come but these, tab. none of these are super like day to day practical. They're all like big picture, long visionary kind of things. Sure. Sure. So, one of them is pay off high interest debt, which right. you shouldn't have, right? I don't. You don't have credit yeah. cards. So Thank you. Thank you particularly for that. <laughs> because you didn't have to pay for college. Yeah. Yes. Save for emergencies. Yeah. Uh, get renter's insurance. Oh, my roommates and I talked about that like this month. We need we need to get renter's insurance. I don't know anything about that. I'm sorry. That is a. I am not in my twenties. And well, when you I haven't was rented in, my, in a really long time. When I was in my twenties, I still didn't know anything about that. So you can inform me. Uh, get disability insurance. Hmm. My so I worked with. Um, I'm working with two people right now about insurance needs and I can't get disability insurance because no one will insure an actor. That's crazy. Why is that? Because it's too li- there's too much liability. Your your job is too risky? Yeah. Well, and I think, um, I don't know if it was like specifically disability insurance because some of that will come from Trader Joe's. Like if I got hurt on the job, that w- I would get paid. Mm-hmm. But we were working with like a like job security insurance where through the bank there would be like an extra cushion where if Trader Joe's only paid me so far they could pay me another however many months or whatever before I got back on my feet Mm -hmm. if something drastic happened and I like really couldn't work for a very long time Mm -hmm. but what we should have done is filed that as I am a Trader Joe's employee Instead, I, I like listed all the things that I do and they were like, we're not going to insure an actor <laughs> because I don't have any job security as an actor. Right. Which is not what I would, between me and the lady that I was, I'm working with, that's not what we were talking about. I was like, no, I would never pull on insurance when I d- didn't get an acting job. That's the point is that most of the time I don't have an acting job. But the insurance company wasn't looking at that. So, Well, it is an interesting thing because if you have car insurance you choose whether or not you want collision comprehensive disability now a friend of ours recently got in an accident and she just has basic collision Mm -hmm. like no disability yeah and um but you don't have that situation not having a car and living in a mass transportation um, community, which is beautiful, but you still could get hit by a car. And in that case, right. you don't have disability insurance. I mean, right now you right. have the beauty of being 23. So you are on our insurance, which yep, is a very big that financial as as point. Can. <laughs> that is not to be underestimated right there. Yeah. <laughs> insurance until you're 26. 
So you have three years yeah. to figure it out. And then the last mm-hmm. the last tip was get started investing. So. Oh, man. I don't know anything about investing. It feels like too much for my brain capacity. But maybe it's just because someone hasn't broken it down in ways that I understand. Is your uh, financial... Someone write a musical about investment, please. <laughs> Let's talk to Lynn manuel Miranda about that. Yeah. You, well, you know... Alexander Hamilton. We should probably listen to some of the songs a little more closely because he was a treasurer. He did that exactly. <laughs> You're right, actually. That is a funny point. <laughs> there are people in our midst that understand investing. You have your financial savvy based on your financial savvy parents who take a very distant relationship. I have a distant relationship with the clock. I also have a distant relationship with money, except that I like to spend it and I like to have it. But I don't like to look at it very closely. And your dad also, we have started using this phrase, um, fly at 30,000 feet. So he's kind of like the big picture person. We use it of his dad as well. Yeah. But now... I'm seeing where it, it also happens in his life. So he, they're big picture kind of visionary kind of people, but they don't. They get bogged down in the details. So they would really they're like looking to at things from be flying 30,000 30, feet above the earth, which, you know, there's a beautiful hmm. view. You can see quite a distance from there. But when it gets down to the details, you can't tell how many bales of hay are in the barn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, which I want to just like stop and say here, this is like a very first world 1% conversation to be having. Right. Because even, I mean, you just can't take, get away from that fact. And the fact that you have the luxury of living in a very comfortable home and paying for your three daughters to do most of their lives. Like I'm paying for a lot of my life now, but the fact that I don't have any debt is changes me from the rest of the world. It does. It's huge. Um, so that's just, I mean, I just want to recognize that and say that we can only speak for own, our own experience and I want to be sensitive to other people's lives. Yeah. Even though, you know, without apologizing for mine, I don't know. I There's like a lot of this that I didn't choose, but I that doesn't mean that I'm better than anyone else. I don't know. It's a hard conversation to have. Well, it's true. I, I think that's, um, I, I would appreciate that just to say from the outset that we are, um, uh, we we apologize for our ignorance ignorance in in like the the macro what everybody else experiences and and yeah. to be true that we can only speak from our own experience um so to that end to that end here's kind of where the it comes for you and me is that um i grew up with a dad who didn't talk to me very much about money Mm. My dad was fiscally conservative. Nor really with your mom about money, probably. My mom doesn't like to have money conversations. So, yes, no. I One did One of the not- first things they did when they were dating is your dad just said, I'm going to balance your checkbook for you. And she was like, please do. <laughs> And they were not even in a serious relationship yet. So I think that's probably like third generation. So my mom's yeah. mom and dad didn't introduce her. her. My mom's dad didn't introduce her to financial, you know, how to, how to run your finances. And here's an interesting thought. I was thinking about John Adams and Mm. in the book and in the movie, John Adams, Mm -hmm. he talks about 
he talks to someone else saying, I fight wars and I do politics so that my children can study the arts and letters and things like that. And I just think that that is a good perspective that many people in the United States aspire to. And certainly the people in my culture, the Middle West Mm -hmm. culture, and in, in specifically in the communities that I grew up in, in the Middle West, and then from my parents and their, my, their grandparents, where they worked really hard to provide for their children so that their children didn't have to think about it too much. And then my dad had the model of a, a hardworking person, and he... Uh, so he worked really hard himself and and he he was always uh thrifty not like mm-hmm. an, a, a a big spender and we would we would buy middle of the road kind of quality things like appliances and yeah yeah yeah, yeah true. and we would use them until they were worn out and but we would pay for them outright you know like yeah you're not frivolous right but then you'd pay for things outright yeah. and then use them forever yeah so there's a lot of responsibility and duty in my upbringing that's true. That's an interesting dichotomy because, yes, on the one hand, I mean, it's such a beautiful idea to have people that are so responsible with their own lives that they give their children a far uh, freer one. You know, I, I fight the wars so they can study the arts. Yeah. But then, like, if if you take that a little too far, then your children, when they grow up, aren't going to know anything except the arts, which isn't really the most helpful for living a well-rounded life in a, in a community. Well, I think you know? that is kind of what we're learning. And um, certainly in the parent education classes that I've been taking and, and that I've been teaching, teaching your children about money is an important thing. And it was something that we didn't really spend a lot of time doing. And I have learned from some of the parents in my class, some of the little apps they have just like bucket apps yeah. or envelope system kind of thing where I think wow that's so great to understand that so I think you have which like you a really did a little envelope system with us for a while you know say here's your saving envelope here's your spending envelope here's your fun envelope whatever hmm. especially when we were like raising money for missions trips or saving money or something mm-hmm. but can I I don't know this might press a couple buttons but I, I mean it with love. <laughs> I, from my perspective, some of that example that I received from you began with like an envelope system and something that was easy to understand as a kid. Um, but then you know, actions meaning a lot more than words in most oh, of the yeah. world, especially in parenting. I think I watched you have a very 30,000 feet view of, or with money kind of far away, it's fine, not thinking about it until a more of a crisis moment. And then there would be a lot of stress and you'd be very strict with what we could buy and what we couldn't. And you, we could tell you were tense about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a, it's a kind of a joke between my sisters and I is like, which mood is mom in? Is she going to want to go on a shopping spree or is she going to be really stressed about it? I don't know. Uh. Depending on which one. Am I, which am I perceiving is, this as a teaching moment where, no, you can't spend money. You have to learn how, the, how much things cost. Or am right. I feeling generous? Or you're like, this is a fun day. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is very true then. I have taken that from you as well because I I haven't been looking at it so closely. And in this month, I was like, oh, crap, I can't buy anything. (laughs) So that, I think, is the the difference. I think we're kind of going to both learn that because I've learned from you so far in life. And the difference is, like, these other parents seem to just in their own lives have figured out the consistency thing. For it to not be an overwhelming thing to just consistently think a little bit about money instead of not thinking about it at all and then thinking about it always. Oh, well, I I don't know that we can speak for any other parents. (laughs) No, I was just thinking about what um, what you said from yes, your parents. Yes, I'm and sure that I have extremes. I do know people that like are just consistent about it a little bit, and it yeah. is boggling to me. Well, there are easy um, o- online budgeting programs which we have mm-hmm. used over the program over the years. But here's where Daddy and my personalities differ because I will get mm-hmm. like really like let's file all of this. Let's like make mm-hmm. everything should have its individual file where daddy would love to have just a big general bucket. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And um, that general bucket gets bigger. And so, um, and he doesn't care. So we've, at, at different times, we've tried like Quicken or um, different programs. Mint. Mint. That one? Yes. Yeah. We tried yeah. mint for a while, but we, it kept getting like more and more refined and detailed. And then it just got and it feels burdensome. overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. It, it just right. it got more burdensome than helpful. Uh, but you, I think that when you probably noticed like the red flags, oh no, mom is in the, the stingy don't spend any money mood is when I looked at the credit card statement or something like that. Right. Cause we right. spend most of our money on the credit card because the end of the learn, month or near April or whatever. A- airline miles. Yes. Like when we paid property taxes or when we paid, um, taxes. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. take, take the hit, um, so, yeah, I don't feel like we modeled really, like, healthy behavior. And it's something that, in my mind, I could, I, like, I think, oh, I could schedule a time every week when I mm. did this, and <laughs> that would mm-hmm. be good. You know, that's kind of the way people do things. But that's not the way your dad lives. And so mm-hmm. I, it's like, sometimes do it for a while, and then I start to feel resentful and think, yeah, I want to be the yeah, bookkeeper in this family. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, I need to practice that, number one, figure out your financial flow. Um, That's true. And I actually was going to say, I think that is, can you tell when that um, article was written? Uh, December 11th, 2018. Because that sounds like a very recent, it, it is, list of things. I don't feel like in a generation before, the very first thing would be find your own flow for finances. Oh, interesting. I feel like it would have been like, here's the way to do it. Yeah. But everything in our generation is like, find your own way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that makes sense. That's your language. Have you ever heard of the uh, 50, 30, 20 rule? Like save some percent and spend some percent thing? Yeah. I, what I is, don't know what, what it is. What, what is allocated to which? I don't know. I just am reading the headlines. <laughs> what do you think 50 uh, is? Guess. Maybe like living expenses? I feel like 50 is spend, 
20 is invest and 30 is save. Savings and debt repayment make up 20% of your budget. Your wants can consume 30% after tax and your must-haves are 50%. Okay. I was all right. That's all right. Very I was close. There wasn't really also. an investment. Yeah, that's very millennial also cuz it's just like the difference between must-haves and wants. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a similar article that says needs and wants, same thing. That is so that is something that you in particular living more check to check have to come to terms with. I mean, we do too. Yes. To a degree. Um No, but that's true. I mean, that's what I was telling you about earlier this week where I was like, there are things that I feel like I've needed. It was like curtains for the room and a new a knife sharpener and those kind of things. <laughs> I didn't, however, in that conversation also list off the amount of coffees that I get every week. <laughs> when I'm out and about, I'm like, yeah, I'll meet you for coffee or like I I can sell you know, what I was celebrate today. Um, what I did, though, this week, I made a um, shopping list on Amazon. Oh. And I found that was helpful for my own psyche. Yeah. Because there it just I mean, while as I'm walking around the house, there's just like all these little things where I'm like, ah, I just want it to be more put together. Yeah. And I've I want like three rugs in my room and like all these things. Um, and those are the things that I'll start I'll get a paycheck in and be like, ooh, I can buy more. <laughs> so instead, it was it felt nice to create that shopping list on Amazon to just put it out of my brain. Yeah. Kind of just like writing it down. Yeah. Since I know I'll get it from Amazon eventually and it's also kind of like window shopping i love window shopping because there's no pressure to it and i don't have to make decisions it's just fun so now my kind of plan is at some point when i feel i'm ready you know maybe i decide i can do like one item per paycheck or something and like sort of or a certain amount per week i i don't know how i calculated this out but i calculated it out the other day and i was like i think i have 60 dollars of free spending a week okay when I fa- I don't know where that okay, I don't want to do it again, but <laughs> I don't know. I felt like that was a good way to get it out of my head and be like, I can do this eventually. Mm-hmm. I just have to spread it out. So I'm not going to have mirrors for my living room uh, this month, but I might in March. Well, do do your uh, housemates contribute to the, yeah, the yeah. decoration? When we they, they do they do. When we buy something all together, we'll we'll split it all up. Oh, so they paid for parts of the trash cans, and they, we're all splitting the Christmas tree we bought and. Lists are always good for everything. I was thinking today, you know, like, oh, I need... Can that just be a t-shirt? Lists are always good for everything. Yes, let's make that into a (laughs) t-shirt. I love that. Um, Lists are always good for everything because it gets it out of your head. It's not knocking around. Now, here's another thing that's different. I like to write lists on my phone. Your dad likes to, like, write lists on the whiteboard. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... And I, I always like to write things down freehand but then I get frustrated that they're not always with me so I'm learning that I I I could probably have to do both I have to write it in my phone because that's all the only thing that's going to be with me all the time yeah but then for my own piece I should probably also write it down in freehand on a piece of paper a lined piece of spiral bound notebook paper yes <laughs> or a computer piece of computer paper so that I can practice writing in straight lines is that a that's goal a real thing yours? that I do Yes, it is. <laughs> it is a real goal okay. to be able to write in a straight line because I don't know. It's like hard to do. You know, I have to, you have to like really look at the top of the margin and not be someone that kind of slants down. I'm getting pretty good at it because it's been, you know, seven years since I started this goal. <laughs> good job. 
cheer. I'm cheering <laughs> you on. Yeah, it's a, you have to keep the same print size, the same uh, width between the sentences, each line, and keep it straight across the page. Uh, speaking of Amazon, do you pay for an Amazon Prime account so you get free delivery? Mm-hmm. So it's not free. It's 105 or $112 a year. A year, Something yeah. Something like that. It used to be 99 That's another thing that's a... Which I have to remember next year because I didn't this year. September is a expensive month for me because I have my backstage um, subscription and my Amazon subscription in the same, which are both like yearly subscriptions, but they come in the same month. Oh, so do you have that in your Freedom account where you put in $2 a month? No. <laughs> Okay. I don't have a freedom Here account. Here's something that I can teach you about. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, we did probably in our twenties learn about a freedom account. We have a debt. We had a debt reduction account, which you always mm-hmm. pay off first, which I think we read right. about already. And then you have a freedom account. And so the freedom account is where you calculate all the one time a year expenses that you will have, and you start saving for them. For 12 months beforehand so that mm. that is never a strain when it comes to that. And mm. um, for uh, ironically, our Freedom account when we first created it was $666. <laughs> but it was so freeing. Um, so every month we would, you know, transfer that over. And then throughout the year when we had the one-time in, in, in expenses, like car insurance or car registration or life insurance or health. uh, That's nice. And that's different than, that's nice to put it somewhere different than your savings account. Well, you know what was super fun? brain. Actually, Mm -hmm. as I forgot about it for probably 10 years. I completely, it's a completely different bank account. It earned interest. It earned interest and it was huge. And I was, finally I said, to Rick one day, we have this other account, and it has thousands of dollars in it because <laughs> we haven't been using it. Because you haven't touched it in forever. Yeah. That was also a sign that our income was improving because we could pay those once-a-year expenses without having to dip into our Freedom account. That's right. You hadn't even d- used it. Right. That's a good point. When school tuition came around for elementary school that was a big and deal. high school, then yeah. we noticed we, we, we didn't yeah. forget about it. Um, so that that is a good... If you have a way to open a, a third account that you don't look at, that's a beautiful thing to have. Because mm-hmm. it's hard when you see it and you think, oh, that's mm-hmm. in my savings account. All I have to do is transfer it over. Just transfer it over. Which I can see yeah. all my accounts now too. But I don't really look at them. I don't pay attention to the other ones, even though they show up. Yeah, you also don't live check to check. (laughs) I know. But the hope is that I'll get better at it and then I won't either. Is it so? So making a list is a good self control measure. Do you ever, do you have like keep any tally marks of how time, how many times you've been out for coffee during the week? I've done that in the past and it is definitely eye opening. Um, I found that it doesn't really change my habits in the future, though. I think in some ways I'm a little more like dad, and I'm a really detail-oriented person in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But in in this case, it just feels so restrictive, and I 
I end up having a lot of anxiety. I carry a lot of stress around and I have to tally everything up all the time. Yeah. But maybe if I did it kind of reverse, which is why I kind of gave myself that $60 ballpark. Mm. If I sort of did it reverse and just as I spent things, uh, subtracted that from $60. Yeah. Then, you know, I as I'm adding up the things in my Amazon cart or as I'm thinking about the fact that I'm going out for brunch on Saturday, I can choose differently in the middle of the week, you know? Uh, that is like the envelope system there because some people used to do that. They would put $60 in for the week and as yeah, they and then only it, use cash. Yeah, yeah, and only use yeah. cash. We don't really do much transaction in just cash nowadays, but um, if you if you can think that way, that seems if there's a yeah, way I'm to look see how at that it. Works a little while. There's there are apps, those bucket apps. I I'll find out the name of of the one. I can't think of it now. Yeah, it, well, you described it before. It was just it's like lots of different buckets, and yep. you, there's a certain amount of money allocated in each, and you just put in when you've spent part of it. Yep. Do you do you have a, a short one or two list of uh, things that you've learned about money since you were twenty three, or that you've grown in, or well, one I don't know. thing that does help me is I do give myself a budget for clothing. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I try to make it reasonable to the culture we live in. Um, so I do keep track of that. And I, I for a while, I, I kept track of you, your, I gave you guys yeah, a clothing budget. Girls. Um, mm-hmm. Which made life easier because I, I could say, yes, for sure, you can get that. So it works kind of the same way. Um, that was definitely helpful for parenting because per child mm-hmm. you could talk because we had different interest as far as what we wanted to buy but whatever part of the year you could say well you have this much left in your spending account and yeah well if you buy this much now you're gonna have six months where you don't have a lot in your spending yeah. account no winter clothes for you <laughs> yeah yeah you which is good i mean shorts. That, that, <laughs> that did i think probably sh- shut down a lot of maybe harder conversations where we were just kind of whining about wanting something so if you did the same kind of thing for household items mm-hmm. yeah yeah probably the easiest for me and I just am responsible for that I, I'm a, I, I did uh, talk to daddy just about my own personal things because I started adding up like well what are the personal expenses that I have you know I have new, sup- supplements and yeah. Yeah, herbalists and um, different types of gym if memberships or mm-hmm. equipment that I've bought for our home gym um, right and then clothes. And so I have a books. I have different categories. And I gave myself sort of a budget. And I, I um, hair. A lot of those incidentals, like, start adding up. And you're like, oh. Right, right, right. How often do I get my hair done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how much am I willing to spend on this? And how often do I get my nails done? And is it worth it to me to have yeah. my nails done? Yeah. You know, I like getting pedicures. But then I thought... I wear shoes this time of year. I don't really need to get a pedicure this time of year. I know. I'll pay for a couple yeah. pedicures in the summer. You know a funny story that I just heard this weekend? Mm. My mom, who is 78 years old, got her first pedicure last week. 
She, what was the occasion? I said to her, I said, how in the world did you handle that? You have always told me you have ticklish feet and legs. Yeah, she, that's why she's never, I've wanted to get her pedicure with her before. And she's like, oh no, that sounds terrible. I don't want someone touching my feet. Yeah, that's what she says. Uh, She said, well, I actually have a hard time reaching my toes now. (laughs) Oh, grandma. She's not as flexible as she used to be. Um, She, for for a 78-year-old, she's quite spry. But, oh, yeah, um, yeah. But she doesn't, she has a hard time cutting her toes and uh, cutting her toenails. So mm-hmm. she went in and she said, I don't want any nail polish, but I would like my toenails done. And she said, The lady rubbed my feet and my legs and it felt good. And she suggested coming back once a month and she helped get rid of it. She said, I think I had an ingrown toenail and it doesn't hurt anymore. Mm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's really job, impressive. That's very mindset. good. 78 Health. continuing to grow. <laughs> Hygiene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm proud of her. So she doesn't really have a, cl- a, a nail budget, a pedicure, a manicure budget. I think grandpa will be okay supplying that with her for her. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say that earlier. That is one thing that I have easier is that I do only have to take care of myself. Right. So I'm not talking to anyone else about (laughs) budgeting. You you and dad have to work together to find what what flows for you and your budget. And I don't. Interesting because he has a better sense of money than I do. Yeah. And he, as far um, as like investment and stuff goes, he definitely. Knows there was more. one time when he was like, "Oh, we should only spend this much a week during for our groceries," and I said, "You know, I would rather spend more on groceries mm-hmm. and eat out less, and have it halfway prepared for me." Thank you, Trader Joe's. Yes, <laughs> because um, I don't want to do all the things from scratch. And right. I don't want to shop at lots of different stores because he's he would say like why can't we shop at the um, the food for less or the um, sure the oh yeah the yeah like markets do the, sure on, in our in our town that are cheaper like the farmer market kind of stores and there's a season that I did that and I would buy my produce there and I'd buy my mostly produce mm-hmm. um, but. It's that that is like okay planning. Now I need to plan to go to that market. Yeah, then you have to spend a whole day going to five different stores yeah. for the budgets. And I know people that each. were living on such tight budgets that they did. And you can spend. There are ways to spend far less on groceries, and that's probably mm-hmm. one of our most negotiable expenses because we spend pretty freely a lot of money. on groceries. Also, Trader Joe's is dad's favorite place, so he just goes there for fun and buys something. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, he kind of got over <laughs> having to shop at the farmer's market. Um, but, yeah. Well, those are good little things. That sounds about in line with finding your flu. where I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't, you seem to, like, you don't spend crazily on, on clothing. I don't. I'm not in debt. I'm, I'm, I'll be okay. You know, I've kind of caught myself here. Yeah. I think the the planning for the future then, like, or or maybe starting a freedom account. Do you have a different bank account, or do you still use our credit union? I still use the credit union. That's another thing that I want to figure out because using a credit union in Pasadena is not particularly useful in law, in New York City. <laughs> and I would like to at some point yeah. get like a credit card where I can earn f- flyer miles and go home some more and those kind of things. Oh yeah, yeah, those are nice ideas. But I have no capacity for finding those things on my own because I just go into rabbit holes and I don't know what to look for. And 
that's the answer. Oh, well, see here, this is where I can't give you much advice. <laughs> we need to go find someone um, else. Yes, us. I'm sure that there are other people out there that I could tap on their shoulders and go, hey, where did you find that? I mean, you yeah. can call, you, you can get, you, you can just decide, I want a United credit card because United right, flies you just to decide LA. And you do that. I mean, that's what yeah. we use. The um, one one point here, they said, ditch the contracts. Consider switching, like, the gym or the... Which is interesting to me because a lot of these TV things now have gone to annual contract or the gym things. They kind of, it kind of creeps in. So there's Amazon Prime now, and there mm-hmm. is... Um, we have Dropbox, and then we have... Yeah. Well, we have Netflix, and then we Netflix we just and pay Disney for Plus Disney now. Yeah, <laughs> and all of those things kind of creep up. Those are things that you had to pay attention. Your entertainment costs. I know. I know. How do you manage your entertainment? Well, I pay for the Netflix account for the sisters, and I do it monthly. So it's ten dollars a month, and that feels reasonable. It's not hard to do. For you I and just your know sisters, that that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's news to me. Because at one point. In a more mom being teachable moment, or mom wanting to be, te- than this to be teachable moment, <laughs> she said, "You're out of the house. You can't use our Netflix password." And Ellen and I said, "Well, all right. I guess we'll pay for our own." If you really want it, you'll do it. Yeah, I mean, it's my biggest bargaining chip. I have to say, money, money. Yes, I think you're not alone there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, parents, write in. Tell us how we're. <laughs> Right in line. I did that with a phone. I was pretty cutthroat with the phone. I was I that even surprised your dad. Yeah, you were pretty good. That was a sad day. Ellen and I were a little bit disgruntled there. <laughs> a little bit. You could say you were mad. Yeah. It's but mostly our- I think from the delivery. There it was just the delivery. Oh. I understood it, but it felt abrupt. Yeah, it felt abrupt and a little like unforgiving or like Oh, like we've done so much for you all this time. Like, like it was owed to you or something. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it that's difficult. That that like that's you. That was I. I got my last straw. You know, I got the telephone bill and the data. Whatever. I, we didn't have unlimited yeah. data and the telephone. Whatever service plan we had at the time, it was crazy, crazy, crazy high. And yeah. I was just like, if this means this much to you, then you can pay for it yourself. Right. And you guys were paying me already. Yeah, but you just didn't want to see it. Yep. <laughs> I didn't want to see, see it. it anymore. I do want to say, though, now that I, when you th- I think about it, if you'll go back to our college years podcast, mm. that was also in a time when we just didn't have a good relationship. Yeah. And I had a boyfriend that you didn't like and Alan was off at college and living her own life and I mean neither the the three of us didn't yeah have good communication or weren't and weren't very loving to each other so I think that was part of it It was like this thing came out sideways where it was like and the phone is another thing where it would have been stressful anyway but we were all mad at each other to begin with so it just didn't help but I am prone to the impulsive knee-jerk reactions more than other people in our family so it's all ended all right it was at the end of the day it was the right move to make you know yeah now i get the bill and i venmo ellen and we both pay it so well i'm proud of this mom i was you know what about 
six months ago, you suggested we do a money podcast. And I was like, yeah, and didn't bring it up again because I was really nervous that it would be a mad subject for us. Oh. And sometimes it is. Yes. But this conversation was more about each of our financial things and not just you. Our, our, well, no, 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 no. It was like one and one separate ones and not our joint financial things. Because mm. I don't pay so much. Thing, so many things to you, mm-hmm. and I've, I'm asking you less and less to pay for things for me. Yes, that's been super impressive. Because we did help so, you out for the. That's first, kind of not. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of. I'm proud of us too. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you figuring out how to live in New York on your income. And, Thanks. Um, we don't. We don't subsidize, like we did right. before, which was which was you, a good start. But I'm yeah, proud of yeah, you yeah, thank you that out. for that. And we're figuring out. I think the last thing is the lift account. Oh. And obviously my insurance. <laughs> yes. That makes sense. I think me, the lift account is the one good, thing that I. A, a good question. You know what I want to do though is, uh, and I've thought about this before and I haven't yet. I just want to add my credit, my, my debit card to the lift account also. And then I'll choose who I oh. charge. Because I don't have to charge you every time. And truly, I don't use very off- it very often. And I try to text you every time that yeah, I'm using it because totally it is your money. That. I think that that shows And if it's 2 a.m. or something, I, I usually, I'm going to charge you. We would <laughs> that you take a lift. Um, that is a point that your dad would bring up where he would say, those kinds of things, I would rather you not live, use your debit card because there's no insurance with it. Like if somebody yeah, it's easy to hacked hack. the, your Venmo or somebody hacked your Lyft or anything like that, yeah, the credit card has the insurance and they will. You can just say stop payment and they will. Yeah, um, but you can't really get debit card money back. No. So my two pieces of advice: start that freedom account. Freedom account. And uh, I guess get a credit card. So maybe get your get three pieces card. of advice. Get your own. Bank account so that you can do all those fancy things. My own bank account. Oh, 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 you're right. You're right. All right. Well, that was a great start. One year into living in New York, and I've made it this far, and now I'm more on my own, and we're going to keep figuring it out. Good job being an adult. I love seeing that prefrontal cortex growing. It's getting more refined and defined. I got two years, and I'll be complete. Woohoo. And then I'll start deteriorating. I'm way ahead of you on that. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, Mom, I love you. I love you. High five. Have a good day. High five. Hug. Bye. Hug. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hug and a High Five. Yep, thanks for listening. If you'd like to suggest a topic, ask us a question, or share your mom-daughter story, please email us at podcast at gmail.com. That's podcast at gmail.com. All words, hug and a high five podcast at gmail.com. Have a great week. <laughs>